0: Thank you, first of all, for having me here to, to speak to you. And, uh, can you all hear me now? Does this work? Uh, is that better? Yeah, yeah. No. I was asked to speak about the Jewish position. And the question really is, what is the difference, or what should be the difference, between a Jewish physician and a non-Jewish position? Um, I'm going to assume uh, I think I'm only partially right but mostly right that most people who go into medicine go into it for the reasons they want to be doctors they want to help other people they're not interested in the cover. they're not interested in the money um, you know there are certain doctors who are at the top of their field who earn very good wages but they take many many years to get to that stage and all of you are really you should have your head examined examining because you want to become doctors. You can go out and uh, go into the computing world and earn a lot of money from day one. You don't have to wait another 20 years before you become a top surgeon or a top uh, physician and, and earn good money. But so I assume that therefore most people, including non-Jews, who who go into into medicine do this for because they want to help. So if everyone wants to help people, and everyone wants to be a good doctor, what should be the difference between you and the non-Jew, or between you and the non-frum-Jew? Why should you be different? In what way should you be different? Um, You're going to give the same treatment, you're going to learn the same medicine, you're going to spend the same long hours in hospital as anyone else. So why, sh- why are you different just because you walk around with, uh, with your, a cap on your head and your sticking out? Is that all that is the difference between a Jewish physician who is a front a physician and, and everyone else in the rest of the world? First of all, is there a mitzvah to become a doctor? Are you people now, from now on, until you get your MD behind your name, doing a mitzvah just because you are learning medicine? Or does your mitzvah start after you have your MD and you have hands-on responsibility on, on patients? Most post-scheme, in fact, the post I I have had the Zahud to be with, that there is no mitzvah to be a doctor. Moshe Feinstein in one of his chuvers talks about a Cohen who wants to become a doctor. And the Rav. Of that Cohen writes writes a to the to the of Moshe and says this Cohen is going to become a doctor or wants to become a doctor even though in the process of becoming a doctor is going to be metamelemei he's going to come in in, in 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 contact with corpse uh, anatomy and, and later on and uh, but he wants to become a doctor after all he'll be doing tremendous mitzvahs of saving lives Jewish lives. Oh, it's the bit of Baba Havera, but, but at the moment he's going, to be, he's going to be a doctor and he's going to save lives. And she writes that if there was no other doctor, I just can't remember, it's a long time since I saw that Chuba in that city or in the world, I don't think it makes a difference. If there was no other doctor in that city, let's say, except him when he becomes a doctor. And in this moment in time, when he becomes a doctor and will save Jewish lives, if he wasn't to become a doctor because he's going to be thrown and not be becoming the 18 Jewish uh, uh, patients are going to die because there is no other doctor in the world, it is possible awesome for him to become a doctor. In other words, today when you're a medical student, you're not doing any mitzvah. I remember some years ago when I was here in the States, I spoke somewhere and a young doctor came over to me. may not have been a doctor. Maybe, uh, uh, before his, his qualification, he came over to me, he says, I was talking about something else and he, and he came over to me and says he had this school to meet Rav Scheinberg from Erz from Israel who was here and he went up to him and he asked him this question, is, it, uh, is there a mitzvah to become a doctor and he says, Rav Scheinberg took my, hands, my hand between his two hands, rubbed my hand gently and says, I don't know whether there is a mitzvah to become a doctor I do know that there is a mitzvah to learn Torah and that in fact is the crux of the whole thing. Uh, The girls, I don't know, the girls don't have a mitzvah to learn Torah so maybe they have a bigger mitzvah to to be doctors but then they do have a mitzvah to be a housewife and to look after their children and not have some boysh woman looking after their kids while they are working so that the housewife can burn in Kolel. It's a very complicated situation and I'm not capable of answering those questions. I'm past that stage anyway, and 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 uh, so. But but it's a problem. So it really is a problem. Whether you are a boy or a girl, it, there is a problem. However, I heard from Rav Olbas that that even though the mitzvah with a capital T for a for a, for a, a boy is to learn Torah and nothing but Torah, he recognizes the fact that not everyone can do this, either because your your brain is so is so built that Torah to sit for, for 12 hours 14 hours 16 hours a day learning Torah you can't do this. You, you go to this year and a nice the or because there are financial reasons to support the, you know, your parents, support other members of the family, or you're already married and your and your wife, and children, whatever reason. There is a good reason why you cannot sit and learn all day. Then, if you're going to go out into the business world, then there is a mitzvah of all the things you can do is to become a doctor or in some kind of role in the medical profession where you will be helping Jewish uh, 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 Jews who are in, in need of your help. So it doesn't matter whether you're, you've got an MD behind your name or whether you're a radio, uh, radiographer, not just a radiologist,
1: uh,
0: whatever. You are going to help people who need your help. You'll be doing a mitzvah to hand money over a counter uh, as a bank clerk to someone else. Not really helping him. It's his money anyway, and, and so you're not really doing any mitzvah. So if you're going to choose something uh, because you have to, then there is a mitzvah to learn that of one kind or another. As I said before, this this is the, the this is the track uh, of most of the pe- most of the that that, uh, that I've asked uh, in the past going along with that, if you are going to be a doctor, you are learning, you're a medical student already, um, and now we're assuming that you have a mitzvah because because you can't learn for whatever reason, so now you've chosen as a mitzvah to become a medical student and not go into some other profession, Um, therefore if it's a mitzvah are you allowed to do that mitzvah on Shabbos? I can't learn anyway I'm going, I'll go, to, I'll go this year, I'll go to my, to my this year but the rest of the day I can, I can just spend around uh, doing nothing so I'll learn, I'll learn medicine uh, I'll open a textbook and after all it's going to be my profession so I'm going to learn, I'll shout this, this is this true or not true, is it right or not right? and uh, Rafael Barzalsal differentiated between before MD and after MD when you already have your MD he said to me, there is a mitzvah to learn medicine on shots. Whether it's with reading a journal, whether it's reading a textbook, whether, whether it's, uh, it's going over notes uh, that you've made uh, from lectures, whatever. It's a mitzvah to learn on shots. Before MD, since there's no mitzvah to become a doctor in the first place, even though you now have a quote-unquote header to become a doctor for the reason that you can't learn Torah, it is also awesome to learn medicine on shots. You have to learn. Shabbos is Shabbos. No difference between you and the bank clerk who has no no right to learn uh, banking on Shabbos. Neither have you got the right to learn uh, medicine on Shabbos. And I asked, what's the difference? I mean, today you are one day short of your MD. Tomorrow you're one day after your MD. And in the middle between today and tomorrow, there's also Shabbos. So why should, last Shabbos you're not allowed to learn and this Shabbos you are allowed to learn and he answered me very nicely, he had a smile on his face when he said this to me, he said he says, when you're a doctor, you're learning in all the same lives even though that patient that you're learning about in, in, in Harrison or whichever textbook you're looking at there's not at the moment under your care as a medical student, he's not in your department and, and you just learn it, theoretically but tomorrow that patient may arrive and when a patient arrives tomorrow, and it happens to be an acute emergency, you have at, the, at your beck and call something that you've learned. And you can treat him immediately. You know what to do. You save his life. You can't go to the library and start looking up things. And you can't call your senior for every, every single thing. So you you learn something. He says, but a medical student is learning to pass exams. He's not learning medicine because he's saving lives. Maybe in, in, in four years' time, three years' time, or one year, you'll be saving lives. You're learning to pass exams, and learning to pass exams is not a header for for learning anything but Torah on sharks. <coughs> One of the uh, main, in my in my opinion, points to differentiate a from student or a from doctor from a non from doctor or from a non Jewish doctor is halacha. The halacha, which all of us are believed to keep whether you are a doctor or not a doctor. But when you as a doctor walking the floors uh, of, of a hospital, whether it be a Jewish hospital or a non-Jewish hospital and you stand out as being different from the Jew who unfortunately is in the Ha'ul Shabbos or from the, from the boy who is your, your partner in, 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 in dealing with the patients on that war and when you stand out, not because of your dress, okay, not, not because you're wearing a capital or putting an uh, absentee on, that's, that's taken for granted. But in your behavior, which is different from the accepted norm of behavior of the other two people that I've mentioned, you stand out, you're doing another mitzvah, the mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem. And when you don't, then you're doing the avail of chilul Hashem. Why? Because you have a capital on your head. The guy, the the Jewish doctor who doesn't have a capital on his head, has much less of an avail of chilul He doesn't stand out as a Jew, and everything he does, the guy looks upon it. Well, yes, he's a Jew, but he, you know, he not He's not really. He's not really religious. So there's not so much of a chilul But you walk around with a capital on your head, and a you know, 6 years sticking out. And you do something which even it may be correct, but in the boy's eyes or in your, in your friend's eyes, and he is a non from Jew, it's something that should not be done, then you are guilty of Kirov Hashem. And when you do the opposite, there is no greater opportunity for doing Kiddush Hashem than in the medical field. Because you stand up first of all, you're different from everyone else in the world. You're a doctor. And whether you like it or not, whether you are a person who's, who's full of anava, of, uh, of, uh, uh, of, um, you stand up You're a doctor. You make more expensive around your neck. In my time nobody more around it. But now you have to show your are a doctor. around your neck. Putting it in your pocket is not good enough. OK, fine. It's not acceptable and everyone, I mean, there's a... You see, this. Uh, those of you who were in the, yesterday at the, uh, the meeting, uh, they had this thing about China. Brother Rav Yoshef about uh, uh, people going to China to get to get uh, uh, organs from Chinese uh, Chinese uh, criminals who were executed by the government and whose organs were sold to the highest uh, highest buyer. And uh, head of the famous head of one of the famous hospitals. In Sharanetik, I mean, take this interview with the stethoscope. You may not recognize that I'm a doctor with the stethoscope around there. If I I accept this, but that's not what counts. Uh, In the same way, your tzitzit don't count. It's what you do with your tzitzit. It's what you do with your stethoscope that counts. And therefore, when you make a kiddush hashem. The opportunity is there, it's, it's, it's begging, it's begging, it's begging every single second of the day. You can do a Kiddush Hashem, which you can't do in any other profession. When you sit and call in kollel and learn, no one sees you, you're not, you're not open to the world. You're sitting with your Hebrun and you're sitting there and everyone sees you. When you're walking the corridors of a hospital, you're open to the whole world. And when the world sees how a Jewish doctor behaves, uh, it's a tremendous Kiddush Hashem. And this is a way and above the lives that you save. That's also a position, of course it is. But that's, to me, the difference between it. it has nothing to do with beards or the color of your capital. It's how you behave. Number one. I'm just, I'm just talking But But I think these points are sometimes forgotten most people, and again I, I, I don't want to say everyone I don't want to say the minority or the majority but it's well known that doctors all over the world are on a higher level or behave as if they are higher human beings than the nursing staff on the board. first of all I have much more knowledge what does she know? but she knows things that I don't know that's not important. I'm the boss. I'm the one. She doesn't give me orders. I give her orders, and therefore I treat her like a second-class citizen. Who says that you have the right to do this? My own opinion. You can take it or leave it. The patient gets well or or dies, not so much because of me, but because of the nurses on the ward. I see the patient once a day, maybe twice a day, I have time to talk to him, I don't have time to talk to him, the nurses are there, they're there all the time, they do the nitty gritty of the work, they keep the patient comfortable, they, 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 they feed him, they, 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 they clean him, they talk to him, tremendous difference, you go on a ward where the nursing staff are working as a team together with the doctors, that ward, the patients there will have much greater a uh, uh, chance of recovery, and certainly a much nicer stay in hospital. I want to say, you have to be healthy to be in hospital. And, and these poor people are, are ill. And, you know, there's no medication in the world that doesn't have a side effect. Nothing. there's no, you, Placebo. You know that people have died on placebo. So, so there's nothing. There's one kind of medication that you, you can give as much overdose as you like, and that's, it's called TLC, tender loving care. And when you give that tender loving care, you don't have the time to do it. But the nurses do. You should treat them as equal. And the payment you get back from them is over and above the effort you put in. I learned this when I when I ran my my, my, my ward. I, I learned that the way to make a cohesive ward where things run, uh, uh, run, like clockwork, and where I could expect things from my, from my staff, was to be good to the nurses, to treat them as equal. I would share medical knowledge with them, not teach them, but share it as I would with an equal. I did that with my students as well, because we're students. They're the lowest of the low, oh, who cares about students? Students are, you know, you're nobody, no, you're a human being, and you're no better or worse human being than me. Just because I have a beard, or I'm 20 years older than you, or 50 years older than you, that's how you, sh- you have to look at your students. Those students are they are going to be doctors. When you're too old to, 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 to treat patients, they're going to be treating patients. They're going to treat patients the way you treat the patients. And they're going to treat the staff the way you treat the staff. Because, you know, most of our learning comes from osmosis. I never in my whole life taught halacha to my staff. In my whole time as a physician, I never ever told my staff that this is the way you have to run the war in Kalafiki. And yet, my, my, my second in command was a Jew in name only. He was an Israeli. He kept nothing. And yet when I was away, I would come back and he would give me a rundown of what happened during the, during the week or two weeks that I was away, or the few days I was away. Medically and, and problems that arose in the Russian war, I never once had to question holistically what he had done. I told him what to do; he saw it, and that's better than giving orders. Orders oh, you can take. Right so I, I'm not. I'm, I'm, please don't don't think I'm, I'm patting myself on the back. I don't have the back to pat, pat. But but you ha- you have to, you have to realize that being a Jewish doctor is a full time job. And and that's what makes us the the armad your heart. Uh, you're not you're nobody, if you're not part of the arm of your heart. and the way you're arm of your arm and heart is how you Examine the patient. Let's forget male patients. Let's, let's talk particularly about the female. You examine a female patient, okay, and this applies even to the female doctors who are examining female <coughs> Have a female patients. However, male doctor examining a female patient. A patient has, by the nature of things, has to bear something. When you when examine it. Okay, you look at the chest, examine the chest, examine the breast, examine the abdomen, examine uh, uh, if necessary, the rectal examination, the vaginal examination, depending on who or what kind of doctor you are. That patient isn't isn't some kind of animal, isn't some kind of doll that you can play around with. That patient is a human being. And even if that patient comes in half clad at the fact she walks around, that doesn't give you the right not to give her the respect you would give to your own sister or mother. How would you like a doctor to to, to examine your mother in the way you examine your patients? That's how you should, you should look at this. Now this, is, this has nothing to do with being a doctor. This is do, to do with halacha, the halacha of sneers. And sneers applies not only to the person you are examining, but to yourself. It shows how you are not just a doctor, but you are a fruit doctor and a halakha. Let me be You have to examine the breasts of a woman. So she she, 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 I'm glad to And you have to, first of all, look at both breasts to see what the symmet- whether it's symmetrical or not. Fine, you're looking at You finish, the next stage is to examine the breast. So you stand on, usually on, on the right-hand side of the patient, so you examine, let's say, the, for example, you examine the right breast. Give me one good reason why the left breast has to be left bare while you examine the right breast. One good reason. Because you forgot. Because she's, an, she's just nobody. Would you want your mother or sister to be examined like this? So why should this woman, even if she's a boy, I'm not interested, boy, she's a woman, she's a human being. She has her respect, even if she doesn't have self-respect. As I said before, she comes in half class. But you have to have respect for her just because of the fact that she is a human being. You finish examining the breast, you go down to the abdomen, so you have to leave her uncovered at the top while you're examining the abdomen you say this anywhere in the medical books? You're so I you don't have time for this. I don't think about this. I agree. Really don't think about it. But make it so routine that you don't have to think about it. You do it automatically. That makes you stand out between your friend and comrade who's working on the wards, who's around you, or who's a a nondala history. That's what causes people to shame. That woman will go around and spread the word. You know who examined me? A human being. A man or woman who cared for me. Who cared for me even though I don't care for myself. We doctors have been taught to use our hands, our eyes, our ears. Most of us haven't been taught to use our mouth. you have to listen to it. I know there's no time. Most of you, I'm told, haven't yet reached the stage of clinical medicine once in the world But believe me, you find so many doctors standing on the corridor talking to each other about nourishment, politics, football games. But there's no time. I'm busy. The whole day I work pretty fast. It's a down the street, they believe that we are dealing with uh, of nefesh every single minute of the, of the day. It's a lot of nonsense. It's an image we like to like give to everyone. You know, I'm a big shot. I, 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 I'm saving lives the whole day. So a lot of nonsense, most of my time is in paperwork. Those will be as well. So do the paperwork. You have to do it. Of course you have to do it. You have to talk sharp to your children. To your, to your, to. Fine, talk sharp. You learn medicine that way. You have an interesting case, you want to pass it on to to, to, to your friends, you talk about it, you you explain, and great. But you want to know about about what what was on the news yesterday? What's that good little medicine? So while instead of doing that, you should be with your patient talking to him or her. The world of good it does for the patient to realise that he's not a human being treating him is incomparable to any medication that you can give that patient. The date in halacha allows you to mechalal Shabbos, allows you to give a person to eat on young Kippur. That's how important it is. What do you do with saving life? The difference between eating on young Kippur, shirin, for instance. I tell you, I tell you a story that not a story, it's, it's halacha. I learned from Rav Go back for years and years and years. <coughs> Paskin that Kizayi is 30 grams So if you ate a Kizayi of Isu Yochayi of Malchus <laughs> If you ate a Kizayi of Matzah kind of Mitzvah How much is <laughs> Kizayi of 30? How much is <laughs> Kizayi of 30? When my Rabbi Rav Noyvet author told me I told was writing his Kerech Gimel, the the which came out about 15 years ago, plus minus. So I used to drive him to Rav uh, al and we used to sit there once every four, every two weeks, something like that, about uh, an hour and a half, two hours, discussing Shem Shem What to change from the over, what to add, what to add, and so on and so forth. As I said I was a driver. I, I sat there and they talked to they talked in, in, in uh, Russia Tavos and I didn't quite understand what they're talking about. But I listened, uh, goes in, maybe one day I'll understand. And then in any case, driving back, I drove back very slowly so I could ask him, what what did you say? What did the rob answer? So, so I, I got my I got my payment for, for the for the gas that I used up. Just up I can't even remember how it came about. But they start talking about showing and, and and the rabbis themselves says, yeah yeah,
1: seventeen
0: grams is is, is a design. And I saw I saw, saw my rabbi as well. We, we both went into shock. I mean, thirty grams was the total that, that up to now, seventeen grams, nearly half. So, you know, I have a lot of chutzpah. I, I I I if somebody says something to me, I and I think that I'm, I don't understand. Or I know I don't understand. I ask. I'm not willing to take up sack. Yes, no motoros. I want to know why. So I, I put it in and I said to the Rav itself. I said, "Tell me, does the love make raha uh, krona on, on 17 grams? This is a bad A silly question because you just told me that i uh, was going on. So, I, so I said to him. I said, uh, and uh, on and then I said, say uh, that." The Rav would make Ashir Qadishanu al Matzah on 17 grams and, and This it better? And this was, we were both getting hot on the Quran and, and the Rav was allowed me to carry on So I, I said to him, I said to him, so does that mean that on Yom Kippur I have to give my patients only up to another 40 grams You're so allowed to give 40 grams of food to a patient's treatment So and now I have to come down to 17, 20 grams uh, for your Kippur as the maximum Pahot uh, Bekishyur He answered me, kul si me <laughs> You don't play around with your patients well, that makes sense A K'zayim is a K'zayim A Kazai changes on Yom Kippur I mean, I know, we're not talking about K'zayim we're talking about K'bev Nagasa is 40 grams and it's dependent on, on an egg and the egg is dependent on the cazai, it's, it's, it's a closed circle. So egg don't keep what is thirty grams and don't keep what is four grams, it doesn't make sense. But I realized that I, I was I was I was on the red line if I hadn't already crossed it, so I kept quiet and I went home and, and the Rav and myself disgusted and, and broke a shame. I, I what I didn't understand we also. Didn't understand what's the a few weeks later I happened to be by the Rav and I took the opportunity, I said I asked the Rav what's enough the there? why why should the design or, or, or the, or the shiur um, on, on Yom Kippur be 40 grams and, and, and on, uh, for all the other Yisurim on uh, the Mitzvahs in the Torah, only 30 grams this is poshut poshut, not poshut it says to me on all the other Yisurim when we eat in the Torah, no Mitzvah, it, it, it says Achila, eating, eating It the there's no word Achila and, and in Yom Kippur, it doesn't say a lot to eat, nowhere in the Torah does it say in Allah to eat It says Inuit and Inuit, is you two it if it has a different shear has on you, what the shear of difference between being absolutely hungry because you're fasting, or you've you've relieved the first kinds of hunger. And that's 40 grams. So, 40 grams. so you see, there's an afternoon. So you took allows you to mahalla young people and to eat in your people just because your forestation was support. if it wasn't that, then you only allow 30 grams or 17 grams. But what's the difference between seventy grams and forty grams? So the psaac he gave was 40 grams of remains That's the maximum that you're allowed to eat and But when it comes to matzo, you don't have to take a whole plate of matzo and shove it into your mouth and then call matzo into because it got stuck in the front. 15 grams. He okay, great Raph Obach, but everyone else says, 30 grams, not so. Raph says 20, Raph says 20, so, 17, 20, it's not, not such a big difference. There's a great big difference between a whole, a whole mass of uh, machine bake which is, which is around about 30 grams, and right? certain one it's about 32 grams, and eating, and eating uh, half of it or just over half of it. So, again, you see how important you it is to the gut. So, talking to a patient, <coughs> uh, uh, empathy with the patient, not just taking a history. That's 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 business like talking to him and, 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 and understanding his, his needs, his problems, things that you won't write in the notes necessarily makes you a friend of the patient. You're not just his doctor, you're someone who cares for him, not just someone who hands out the pills. And that that is is, is I think again one of the hallmarks of a Jewish soul, the the of a Jew who reaches out to I am um, now going to say something which will um, make me lose friends and and and, and, uh, and 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 I'm going to talk about sharks. I'm going to say things which may hurt you. What I'm going to say, because uh, just as you and I have a fear to keep shoppers, I have a fear to scream if something hurts me. And it hurts me. It's been hurting me for years. I've been talking about it every opportunity I can. Uh, not to the husbands, doctors already, already doctors. I'm talking to the new generation, new people who are becoming doctors, have chosen to become doctors. That's, that's your choice and I'll go along with that but you have not I believe chosen to become the Harari Shabbos I want to be able to come to your home and be able to drink your wine I want your children to grow up knowing that their father is a, or mother, is a doctor and is a from year that keeps Shabbos when you drive on to Shabbos to, to the hospital your children have to be proud of you because you are driving to save a Jewish life that needs to be saved now and not in ten minutes time when you walk to the hospital. And you don't go over the phone. I'm from, I don't drive in showers. I walk on shabbos. You mean the patient can die or get worse. I drove, I drive on showers, I'm not ashamed to admit. It. I drove on shabbos. I never ever drove back. Why? Because not ashamed, there's not forgotten country in my home. Kirill Shabbos is permitted only in a situation of nefesh or Suffolk case. So I have a man here, who's just come in, who's had an acute myocardial infarction. There's no shyler that this person is a situation of nefesh. The mortality of someone who comes in with acute infarct in his heart is high the first few days, in the best CCUs. And so you have to pull out all the stops. As far as, I've learned this from the whole back. The Gemara and the post king say Shabbos is and not Chutra. Shabbos is not Tuesday, Shabbos is Shabbos. Even while you are, are writing for the station and, and, and operating on the station and turning on rights for the station, Shabbos is Dehuyah. And especially for the Ashkenazi who are sitting here, you have to do things or although looking for a boy, when there is time to do so. I don't have the problem. I'm, an, uh, I'm a spider, I've got a spider. I've, got a spider. I've never heard of a boy in my life. I don't know what my left hand does. I only do everything. I, I don't do that in practice because, okay, I don't want people to say, look uh, okay, at this shape. Is. So, so I, I I I behave like a natural. Person. But, but. That patient who has an acute myocardial infection is also a diabetic and you have to write out a diet sheet otherwise he won't get a, a, a diabetic diet on Shabbos. He came in on Friday night. So the whole of Shabbos, if you don't write that diet sheet out, he will get normal food. And he will die because he got normal food. You are allowed to the a Shabbos to write such a form, fill out such a form, with your left hand, with your right foot, I don't care. It's awesome. There's no pikuach Nefesh in God. He's a pikuach Nefesh patient, yes. If he wants a cup of tea, according to the Ramban, and the all pastors at Ramban, if the man is a person who is showing Shabbos, he knows what Shabbos is, he doesn't want you to be Shabbos, but he says, I could just do with a cup of tea. There's a and there is no tea available because there's no hot water available, Oh yes, my neighbor. He has hot water, Perhaps it happens to be 2 o'clock in, in the afternoon and he's behind the Mitzvah Shinash B'Shabbat Ka'alu so I can wake him up, bang on the door, wake him up and take his water Now like Omar says no, he has no Mitzvahs, he's asleep Mitzvah B'Kot Nefesh is yours, boiling water on Shabbos I've never heard of tea curing anyone Certainly not the problem But Hazar Clarence is Ututic Gatim And if like Omar passed is a person who will feel better and more perks up. Because he gets that hot cup of tea, you're more point if the house has the right there. If there's no other way. No boy or no neighbor or whatever. But a diet chief for diabetes, I've never known a diabetic die. Most, diabetes, most diabetics cheat anyway. They steal anyway. A bit of sugar here and a bit of chocolate there and a bit of a cold drink here. We're all, we're, we're all human. So what is the heck of writing a diet sheet of shabbos? Zero. But you're working in a hospital setting. You're only a little guy. You're, a, you're, you're you're an intern. You're nobody. And the big resident says to you, you write that diet sheet, otherwise don't come in tomorrow. What are you going to do? So you go like this, and you write with your left hand and you, and you, or your right leg. You're the whole Shabbos. You think you risk not coming in tomorrow? You spent four years in medical school for nothing. And you're going to tell me you're going to stand up with this? Maybe the boys be the girls. You got you've got the strength to stand up to a think of man down to yeah, so. How many of you would be doing that? Oh, you're yeah, sitting here. Yeah, yeah, I'll stand up. I won't do it when you're there on the spot. You know? I once I once heard this a friend uh, a relative of his went through the Israeli army in a parachute brigade and he now he's now a teacher he teaches the young parachute and It's so All these guys coming, you know, to get chosen for the parachute brigade, okay, you have to be courageous in the word, you have to be super courageous, otherwise you get thrown out during the training, long well before you even see a parachute. And then all these guys come in are they're, they're they're, you know, they're going, to, they're going to destroy a million Arabs, this kind of thing. And they get into a plane, and they, the first jump, he says, he has to push every single one of them out of the plane. Not one of them will jump. When you're faced with the reality of making that decision, do I make Nicholas Shabbos or not, or do I lose my job, I think maybe I'm wrong. But 99% of the people in this room, and in any other room, will the out Shabbos. And they find an excuse. I once heard a Rav says it is mutter. Who's this Rav? No one knows his name. Sound your conscience. I'm only going to do it once. And then 10 years later, you're still doing it. Instead, you you're running a, a private practice. And your private patient rings you up on Shabbos. And he says I've got an in-going i He's a patient, I'm not going to throw him away. i fight, I'm not going to die. So when you're going to be, when you're going to become a doctor after you've spent four years of your life, four precious years of your life as a medical student and you're faced with the fact that you now have to go into a service where there's no showman Shabbos programme. What are you going to do? Say, you know what? I made a mistake. There's a job with waiting as a banker. I'm going to become go a banker. How do you do it? Unfortunately, there ain't enough Shomrei Shabbos programs. There aren't any Shomrei Shabbos programs in the fields outside internal medicine. You can't become a surgeon. You can't become a gynecologist. Because the aim I need certainly not formal ones, official ones, of those that some of them are undertake. And if you're lucky enough to find out those shots, and you're lucky enough, you'll be okay. So, it's something you have to consider. Something else I want to How many young doctors know enough about medical halakhsha that they can make on-the-spot decision There are so many permutations and combinations of possibilities that I tell people, and I'm, I'm, I'm telling the truth, I do not know how to work on Shabbos without the Shabbos boy being my shadow. I have no idea how to do this. There are so many things that have to be done. I'm not talking about writing diet sheets. I'm talking about mamash. Things that need to be done, but which are not strictly speaking, when you save the patient's life. I wouldn't know how to do this. Right in my left hand, it took me a year to write a report. It took me much less time, but more than normal when you go to Shabbos, first, you have know, check out different like But there are certain things that I don't know how to do if I don't have a boy. Now, you're going to say "No, me, oh, the prank is going here, no short of going in America. But how many hospitals are alive to have a Shabbos for so behind you? Even though you pay him, that's what you Ladies and gentlemen, I have had the z'chut, the tremendous z'chut, to speak to doctors. I spoke to a doctor once, he came up to me when I was in Chicago, a few years ago. I went to shoot David Ninka, I was mad my own business. I've never seen him in my life. He says to me, you're Dr. Abraham. I said, yes, uh, I don't own. I do owe you any money. So he says, no, 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 He says, I just want you to know. I don't work in shops anymore. I used to work in shops. I don't work in shops anymore. He says, How do you manage this? And he says, Oh, I change with my my with the other going with going the department. I do Sunday and I go to shobbers and he does Friday night and he does shoppers. Oh, very nice. How do you manage He says, I pay him for the ball game. Now I'm an MRS. I don't know what a ball game is. And I certainly I don't know how much it costs. I thought it was $30 a ticket. So he tells me he pays $200 twice a month to this boy plus doing exchanging f- uh, Sunday for Shabbos in order to keep Shabbos. That's the serious message. That man with his $200 had bought Olam Habaf himself. I once 10 years ago 15 years ago I can't remember. spoke to like this no sorry a group of doctors so there was a young lady who was, who was in, in the audience and I spoke about Shabbos and know. And after the talk I went out oh, and okay. I was in the palace she came over to me and she started crying I promise you I never touched her well, she was crying what was she crying and what did I do to you she cried and cried before she could get a word out she said do you really mean what you said I'm not allowed to work on shabbos, unless it's rabbi said. It what I heard from my from my peers and from my from my. Own. And you can't work on shabbos. Every time you, you do something, you're working shabbos. It's shabbos after shabbos after shabbos. Mm-hmm. The the shogi becomes a lady. The, 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 the onus becomes becomes a mother. She's but I, I I she works in she works in the, uh, someplace in the west and. Uh, there uh, are probably a million of Jews in that place, and uh, she works in a very, very hot department where there's plenty of work whole day. and she works, and she's, she's a Jew. So I said, what what's going supposed to do? She I don't know anything else. She was already, uh, three or four years, she was arrested already. She said, I don't know anything. I can't leave. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, she was a single girl. She said, what am I going to do? can't help you, I said. But you have to realize, if, you, if you're crying over it, then you have to realize that something is sticking inside you. Shabbos is, 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 is talking to you. And in the story, of. I went home. A couple of years later, I came back, and I meet a friend of mine who says to me, he says, Do you remember two years ago that girl who was crying on the corridor? I said, of course I remember. He says, well, she gave up her job in the Midwest and she came over here to New York and she found a job here show me shabbos. and she got married and she now has a kid and she's happy ladies and gentlemen, would I do such a thing? would I give up a pannan? These, these, these people are siddiqui not a Sadiqi to do a thing like that to give up a job, a whole pannan, No one to support her, to come to a strange place where she knows nobody, just in order to keep Shabbos. You don't have anything to give up. You're right at the beginning of the road. Think about it. Please think about it. Think about what would happen if things don't go right. If you don't get into Shomay Shabbos, maybe by the time you people finish, there'll be Shomay Shabbos programs for everyone. Maybe. I don't think so. But think about it. And think what you're going to do when that time comes. I wish you all a of time to I just yeah. before we'll have a question, for, let me just spend one more time. And thank you for the work for it. So I have YSU and YC. Uh, if anyone has a question, just raise your hand. And uh, the mic doesn't move, so... Either speak very loudly, or if necessary, the we will just repeat the the question. Does Do um, you have any advice for particularly a male doctor going to the field of ob I spoke to about this uh, many many years before I've noticed. With the author of Shema Um and his answer was: number one, you should be married when you go into into that profession, and not single. because you're makes uh, makes uh, things easier. And secondly, if you behave as you should behave um, in your in your, in your Relationship with, with your patient, your um, patients, because all the patients, by definition, or most of them, are going to be, are going to be of the opposite sex, and you can you can be certain that uh, not only physically but even mentally you can keep away from the Ed then you'll be limited in very big ways, because not everyone can be like you. Um, if you're not married, the advice is not to go into that profession until you do get married. So first, find a go who's going to marry you before you go into one. that doesn't just apply to uh, that's a, that's a way out of As I said, you know, 99.9% of the patients going be are going to be women, but it applies to almost every percent, uh, profession and uh, surgeon and uh, 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 we're all coming into contact with it. So on a much smaller scale, we have the same problem. But for you, it's going to be its going to be your bread and butter. That's what you're going to be doing from morning to night. On the one hand, you're going to get more used to it. Um, instead of seeing a woman once a week, you're going to be seeing a woman once an hour. Um, on the other hand, the Yetzirah is there. And the fact that you've been in practice for 10 years, the Yetzirah has not got 10 years older. You've got 10 years older. The Yetzirah is still that same age. And he's still strong, much stronger than me. And, and uh, you have to be very careful about it. If you are certain that you are able to work the Shepshah Shamayim and only the Shepshah Shamayim, And keep your mind where it ought to be and your and your thoughts where it ought to be, concentrated on the patient, her, her, her situation, uh, disease and what you can do for her, then your last point are you thinking pursue other careers or playing better as I said before, um If you're going to do a career then the mitzvah is to go to medicine because that's the only career which has a mitzvah attached to it and a very big mitzvah. But on the other hand, um, you have to be aware of the fact that uh, this is not always uh, open to you. As I said before, you end up four years later in a a, uh, no-win situation where where you're working in a hospital which is not Shabbos and you gradually get let in from small things to bigger things, and before you know where you are, you'll, you'll become a halachah shabbos every single shabbos. You are, at least twice or three times three shabboses every month. Um, I can't answer that for you because you have to look at yourself, um, not just the mirror, but inside yourself, and see what 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 you are willing to sacrifice before you start when you when you uh, when you finish the finish the learning become an M.D. But as I said before, if you can incidentally, to my to my uh, to my great uh, pain, things aren't much better in this Although the the uh, statistics there are different from here, the majority of patients are Jewish. Um, I'm talking about Jewish patients all the time. All the time I'm talking about Jewish patients. Jewish patients are so crap professional need to write up the form if it falls out of bed and there's nothing wrong with it, you have to fill out an accident form, so wait, and it's three days to uh, Shabbos and two days to jump to, so wait, till the fourth day, they won't allow you to wait, that form has to be filled in within 24 hours. And you know that that is pure uh, paperwork, it's, it's to do with, the, with, with, with uh, compensation and uh, demands and that kind of thing, Not to do with, 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 with uh, treatment of patients. How do you fill out that form? If you think you can withstand this in a situation which is not Conducive to Shabbos, in other words, you're in the hospital Shabbat instead of being at home with Shabbat, with your wife and family, then you have a problem. And this is the time to make that decision. My own feeling is become a doctor, do the Mitzvah, of cotton in save uh, Jewish uh, lives, but don't lose yours in the you're doing impact. Uh-huh. I thought you were going to give me a reason. I don't want to Yichud is a problem from morning to night, no matter where you are and what you are. And most people don't know the problem. Okay, Most people don't know this. It has nothing to do with Yichud. All sorts of situations which we take for granted. We never even think about it, there's an issue license. So, when you examine patients, um, it's easier in a hospital setting. Because most times the door may be closed but not necessarily locked. In other words, it's closed and anyone can walk in whenever they want. Secretary secretary, the nurse, another patient can stay, a, you know, a colleague uh, can walk in. That door is, in fact, open. Just, just that it's it's closed. And in, th- in that situation, there's no no problem for you. If you can have someone in that room, nothing to do with halacha, but to do with your pocket, your money, when that patient sues you for for doing something that you shouldn't have done and you are completely innocent, you should have someone in that room as a doctor a patient, nurse or someone else who can bear witness that you are completely. So it's not stories, it's happening. And so nothing to do with nuchud, but it saves you from nuchud as well if you're careful about uh, what the situation that you're in and examine if you're a patient or a In a hospital setting, in the middle of a floor, people are walking up and down. There's no Private practice, seeing a patient in, in, in an office um, can also be a problem. But again, if the door is closed but not locked and, and even more so if the other patients waiting there, that's okay if the last patient is a female patient and the door outside is closed but not locked but the outside door is locked and there is no shear to that although there is a shear let's say five minutes I'm just trying out a figure let's say five minutes if when you start the first second there is a possibility, a good possibility you're not going to be interrupted for five minutes. This first second already, you're over. This is the right solution of you. The There's no shield. So you're right. So it's a problem, but in most situations you can get over If you're aware of that, of, of the problem, you're aware of the, of the way to get out of it. I don't feel that runathons and disappear. I disappear. I uh, when the first gramophone came into into, into Israel and and they were talking about uh, talking about disappearing ink. Um, when, when the gramophone came out I phoned up Opa at that time for my sins I was uh, in addition to my normal I was also uh, uh, looking after ICD. Um, and the uh, so- phone is ringing on sharp if you can imagine. So I thought it's was a good opportunity to go and see the phoba oh, at that point just come in and I should buy a buy a gamaphone, they won't give it bit free. So I thought, I called them up and I said to them. So he says, why, why do you want a a gamaphone? I said, Well people phoned me. He says, You mean they invite you for a cup of tea on Shabbos? I said, No, but sometimes it's a wrong number. He said, How many wrong numbers do you get? <laughs> I said, you know, one in the mood? Most of my calls are genuine from people from the same staff with either the either the uh, internal medicine or more likely the ICU. She so says, what do you want to buy a telephone for? You're answering a phone because of the fish, even though it's not 100% Guachnefesh because, as I was saying, long numbers. Pick up the phone, the Shinui, and finish. And I asked him about the disappearing ink lock. Um, at that time, they were still working on it problem was to have ink which disappears after three days so, so that you have time to, to photocopy it before it disappears uh, and they, 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 they solved the problem for two days but not for three and we have in Israel in three days Rosh Hashanah is two days and before after Shabbos, it's three days so the whole project fell through but at the time they we were working on it and we were beginning to, to, to produce these, these pens as a sort of you, know, you buy them but, so I rang them up and his first comment was, you want to write me a check with one of your parents." And the second comment is Al-Pashki. He says, when you write, you write, the left hand, and that's it. You don't need to buy these things you. please discuss uh, the nature of the 4A? At any, I, my my department had, uh, depending on the on the on the uh, on the uh, pressure down on downstairs from the ER, between forty and forty four beds. At any one time, I had ten percent of those beds, roughly, give or take no choice. I don't remember ever examining the sitchy of my patients. your question? See this this is. There's tremendous misconception about the term Eva, Mishu Eva. It's thrown around. Mishu Eva gives you an open door, a pattern, you can do whatever you like. Mishu Eva, tells us, in a Nebuchadnezzar says, Mishu Eva is only works on a weekday. that's doesn't work on shabbos. The fact that we use it to work on shadows and like this i all the is in a big evident position. I'm already a I'm already working in a situation where there are patients from both kinds and therefore I cannot treat one patient not there. but again I come back to my original beginning of my talk who says you have to be a doctor so you're transferring a lichachila, a bedievit situation into a lichachila situation I'm lichachila going to be a doctor here where the majority of patients are mishuk and what's the to do now? So that makes the problem. In other words, again, if you're going to Shomishev's program, the likelihood is that the the hospital which gives the Shomishab's program does so because they're many Jewish patients, not necessarily true. But you have to remember that the Eva is something which involves people of nefesh, not necessarily the patient treating. But on the other hand, it's a the a b'di'avet pattern. That is not something that you use as a company you you you're, you're okay you live in america The that our baskin that you're allowed to change your your, your duty um, with a non-function so you live in america he's the mother of the Atra, and that's okay they post him so particularly of all and no you're only allowed to change with a voice that other Jew is responsible for keeping Shabbos just as much as you are, the fact that he doesn't doesn't give you the right to use him to keep your Shabbos. So you're not allowed to change with with, a, with another Jew, no matter who he is. But in Israel, you have a from you, yourself, you next, One second. There's someone else one here. I'll come back to you. Someone here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The girls have no questions I get, got everything is fine. Great. boys should learn from the girls. <laughs> uh, women doctors and nurses wearing scrub or or hair covering in a sterile environment. I was um, it, by us, I don't, know, I don't know enough about the. I've never seen what happens here, but by us, the the, the, the caps that they wear um, are not are made specially for the girls who have who can either not put their hair up and a bunch and have long hair, they can cover it with, with, with this this completely. So the married woman who normally wear a head cover can still scrub up and and, and, and perfectly old. There's no problem. I don't know what happens. But you're right, there is a problem. If if this is not available for a married woman, then there's a problem. I've a called a quote unquote from you Jew who got a from another row of people a that's his problem. But your problem is you've got to choose of your and that you can't work with each other. So you can't change it. In America, I'm not sure that our emotional partner would agree to that. I don't know. Maybe yesterday, maybe, but I don't know. The I mean, medical school in Israel has taught us how to accommodate religious truths? Accommodate? Religious truths. Yes, yes, yes. There's no, there's no discrimination. They take you. You have to work on Shabbos. There's no Shabbos boy. There are only four hospitals, in the best of my knowledge, in the whole of Israel, which, which run a Shomesh Shabbos program. In other words, they provide you wherever you work in the hospital. There's a Shabbos boy. Whether it's in the ER, update in the ward, there's a Shabbos boy. Sometimes two who do all the work that uh, that uh, that needs to be done. The writing, which is the main problem turning on lights and all sorts of things. Uh, of those four hospitals, only two have a gradation, so therefore you can't get your, your, your uh, boards in the other two, so you're always going to that. She left only two hospitals, both of them, uh, both of them, to the best of my knowledge, in the Sharai. apart from that, every other hospital you have to have a service. In other words, you have to do routine work. They expect it of you. So as a, uh, it, it's the, the situation there is no better than it is here. So if you do come to Israel, it is not shame, and I advise you all to come to Israel before you're driven out to come to Israel by one person or another. Come to Israel, and be there before the Mashiach comes, so you can greet him when he comes to Israel, and work in Israel, so so you're building up the land. You know, there's plenty possible, so you're living in Israel, is there's no enough to make out the list of Israel. You have to work in Israel, preferably to the land, but if you don't know how to build the land, at least build Israel. But the introductory message. So. so come, 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 we're waiting for you. I don't know. I don't know what one there, there is a problem. Your question is a problem. Which two? Huh? Which two husbands are there? Sharon uh, Sedeg and Bikul Hori. The two Hadassahs have never heard of mine. No Shabboskoy. A very big problem, and, and particularly since many, many uh, doctors who want to uh, uh, have a second specialty, which is only available, uh, for instance, neurosurgery, it's not available in Um the others are available, but I want to, to learn about this particular doctor who's famous. So I want to go there. So I want to go to Hydrasa. It becomes a tremendous problem. that that should be for Jewish students, but shouldn't that be for everyone, like to treat someone like a human being. Why more for... Because more is expected of it. More is expected of you. When we are the chosen race, it doesn't mean that you are better than anyone else. It means that you are more spiritually better than anyone else. And spiritually being better it, is keeping the Torah. And keeping the Torah applies in all facets of life and treating someone else as a human being is part of keeping the term because of course it's a Kiddush Hashem. It's not just this girl was good to me, this Jewish girl was good to me. It's all the difference in the world. That's a Kiddush Hashem which is one of the biggest mitzvahs you can do. And the office, of course is one of the worst mitzvahs a resident and a licensed physician, the resident is still studying for boards No, so no, 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 but the residents, while he's studying this treatment patients, he has hands-on responsibility and, and, and so any, any, any physician, once he's got an MD, and he has, even even as, as an intern, I mean, obviously he doesn't have much responsibility, but he, he has, he's the, usually the first guy to see that patient and if that, that patient codes, he's the first guy to put his hands on his chest so he has the spot to be, and therefore for him to study medicine is, 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 is a portrayal about it. Thank you very much.